Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Drew After Dark. We love all the support you've been sending us. Uh, Thank you for the voice messages. Uh, That number again is 818-253-1693. Thank you for the emails at Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew After Dark, Dr. After Dark at gmail.com. And um, thank you for just being a part of this, being so supportive and uh, making me feel welcome into the YMH family. And uh, it has been a real privilege and a, and a lot of fun through this show. So we appreciate you being a part of it. And it's going to feel like I'm resurrecting Loveline a little bit, but um, this is a far more disgusting version of it, I guess. <laughs> and so thank you to the guys in the back for presenting all these lovely videos to us. And today will be apparently will be no exception. Yeah, we got some good ones for you today. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the show, Justin Martindale. Justin, welcome. Yes, very good to be here. Good to see you, man. Yeah, you as well. So Justin and I have been swimming in the same waters for a few years. We have all the same friends and stuff. <laughs> no. And then we finally met each other at uh, Jim Jeffrey's mm-hmm. uh, coming out party, essentially. Yeah, his as coming American, out as American, as American party, yeah. He uh, <laughs> got his citizenship. That finally. Day. Finally. And he's another one we got to get up here on the show. So oh, yeah. muscle him if you will. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I think I saw you at his podcast, too. That's where I last yeah. saw you. That's where I was. yeah. I'm like, yeah, that makes more sense. Now. Yeah, yes, he's a good buddy of mine. We're go- he, he, he's taking me on the road with him, so we're having a, a good time. Do you do stand up with him? You do? Like, oh yeah. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah, and then uh, we're doing actually a show together on Tuesday at the Roxy. We're doing the the comedy jam where we have to like do stand up and then sing with a live band. What? So what could go wrong? This is great. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm having a good time with him. Oh my goodness. He's like a brother to me now. It's crazy. So you know, we've warned you that this show, in addition to the disgusting videos and yes. the questions and stuff, we have to hear about you. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. And um, is Club Coming somewhere in, in San Antonio? No, or? this is actually. I felt it was appropriate because it just sounds gross. <laughs> it does sound gross. But it's Alan Cummings Bar. It's my favorite bar in New York City. It's so, called Club Coming. Club, Club Coming. Yeah. Where is it? I must. It's go. like in the Village, I think. What shocking! It's like a nice. No. It's, it's a nice little like gritty uh, cabaret bar. It's got like a piano. You'll see like some. Well, we. My wife um, frequents all the uh, karaoke bars mm-hmm. in the village. There's a monster. Yes. And uh, what's the, the famous one where the, where the uh, famous standoff was? Oh, uh, the, the, uh, Stonewall. Stonewall. Yeah. Stonewall, of course. Yeah, duh. And they've got that upstairs karaoke thing. Yes. yes. So we've been to most it's of small. them. It's small. It's really tiny upstairs. Up there. It yes. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll, go. We'll, go. we'll go. We'll go to Yeah, that's it right also. there. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Like, you'll just, you'll be there, and then all of a sudden, like, this guy will be dressed up as Jesus and just start stripping on a pole, and you're like, this is where I feel at home. We have to go. It's pretty badass. I love it. Are That's there, probably me right there. Oh, no, it's not at all. Jesus. <laughs> but, but I had to get the merch. The, the um, Is it fair to call it a gay bar? Is that what they... It's a, or yeah, a karaoke bar? Because uh, the, bar, the bars in the village, there's nothing better in New York City, humbly, than those bars. Right? Oh, it's, it's just, just like a really... It's like a divey cabaret bar. But you can be... You can just, it's so comfortable in those bars. Yeah. That's what we like going. Because you can sing, you can yeah. not sing, yes. whatever. It's just, it's just a really It's not nice like bar. one of those like... No, bars, yeah, no, you know. not at all. I'm not sure all, you can no. find poppers, but like if you're into that. Downstairs, but, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so San Antonio, you grew up in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, before the Riverwalk had been invented or is that Actually, I think there? the Riverwalk had just been invented. I want to say I remember going to like the Riverwalk um, Inauguration. opening or something. Yeah. It's a pretty cool little thing. Yeah, I love it a yeah. lot. It's really fun to watch drunk people fall in like during festivities. I get that. Because it's so small, you don't really have that much room to fall and, or, and you can't or to get walk, in real really. trouble either can you in the, you can what you can't get in real trouble it's not like a swift moving river I'm, ever no i'm pretty sure you can get diphtheria though if you fall in oh, or diphtheria. something yeah, some typhoid yeah some like gross cholera disease. thank some, you some 1800s fungus <laughs> so so growing up in texas that must have been interesting it was fun san is a little more cosmopolitan than a lot of as people think compared to many parts of texas, yeah right it's it, not austin but no it's, it's, it's very it's very culturally 
it's honestly like when people ask me, it was like the best place to grow up as a kid. No it really was. It was just, we ha- you have like the city part of it, but then you also have like the surrounding neighborhoods, which are just, you know, all the families knew each other. We all went to high school together. We all played sports and we did like team events and what was your competitions. Sport? Well, my sport was theater. Oh, because you could be. Imagine the, that. You yeah. Could have gone, <laughs> you could have gone basketball or football. I could have gone basketball or football, but yeah. I was just too gay and didn't know it. Did you, you didn't know you were gay in high school? Oh, no. Well, I knew it, but I didn't know it. Yeah, it was. It was what what does that feel up. like? Oh, God, that? here we go. I, I'm, I'm strap not... in, everybody. <laughs> strap in and strap on. No, because I think I think that you, you, you zeroed in on something mm-hmm. that could be really helpful to other people, which is mm-hmm. I knew it, but didn't know it. Yeah. Elizabeth Smart's father. Just I know. I just and, saw that on the yeah, way over here. That's yeah. so crazy. It's, it's crazy, but I've, I've interviewed the man. Yeah. He is a... Ed Smart. Ed Smart. Yep. Elizabeth Smart is the young Utah youth at 14, mm-hmm. was abducted out of mm-hmm. her parents' house and was raped brutally for nine months. And just, oh, brainwashed. It was a horrible story. Yeah. And her poor dad almost went out of his mind. Of course. But because of his persistence, she was found again. I've interviewed both of them. And uh, Ed is one of the most lovely guys you've ever met. I wasn't sure what I was going to get. Yeah. But I, I don't remember. I think I had a inkling something something was up yeah now he's now come out as gay and he's left the mormon church because he didn't feel he could sort of survive there as an openly gay man and god bless him god bless him but it but it but it bring made the top of mind for me today these things like mm-hmm. young people not really understanding themselves right and so you know but you don't know is a great way of describing something yeah what was that for you um it was weird because i was never i was like growing up i always was very creative and expressive and i loved just i loved pretending as a kid like i always used my imagination and i would like you know get on my bike and go ride my bike and pretend that i was you know some character or so i don't know it was just always was there, do you mind me asking because because no. i think it's fascinating was there any gender bending stuff going on at your age young age part of that pretending that no i, ne- I mean i never they, i liked putting on makeup but it was like for stage or Halloween or you it know like that like, and it was fun I never yeah. you know I, I remember like maybe I put on like my mom's high heels like maybe once but that wasn't like I never thought of myself as like maybe I'm a woman or uh, like maybe it was just it was just fun I liked playing dress up yeah or if it was like a pirate or a you know a, a, costumes a, yeah costumes yeah I did um, too I had, I had a thing I had a thing about that I think that's more a performing gene mm-hmm. or something. You yeah, know what I mean, I, I think so. Because yeah. when I was a kid, I used. To, I remember I had like a gladiator outfit and a cowboy outfit and a this. And I just. Yeah. And Halloween was something I loved mm-hmm. when I was a late adolescent, young mm-hmm. adult. Did you like Halloween also? I still love Halloween. Yeah, it's my favorite thing in the world. Um, but I remember my mom tells me this story all the time. She took me to a production of Dracula when I was like two years old at like a community theater function, I guess. And I don't know why my mom took me to that, but I remember I scared the shit out of you. I remember it though. Like I remember seeing these women on stage, like covered in blood, screaming. And as, as is the custom as for two-year-olds, as, yeah. you, as, as anyone would do with a two-year-old. And my mom still I was says, about to ask any trauma in childhood. <laughs> no. I don't need to ask that question anymore. But my, so. I remember my, my mom tells me that I looked over and was like, I want to do that. And she was like, oh God, what? Be a woman covered in blood? And I was like, no, I want to do what they're doing. Like being on stage, and so I think that's when I got it because I I, I I identified it as it as a story being told, not as like this is terrifying and I need to get out of here. And, and is it it was the attraction? I want to be up there, part of that fantasy with them, or I just admire the performance. You know, it's kind of a weird. Yeah. kids get a very funny fantasy about yeah. these things. I just loved. I think I I don't know. I just think it was just like the attention and the and the. So the, the performing the performance yeah. it was not i want to be with them and no, no 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 so yeah and the, then the uh, musicals sort of give people that kind uh, of you know what i don't like musicals. see that's what that's not that doesn't surprise me the gays do not like me for not liking musicals sure you're gay yeah i don't i don't know i hate i have more straight friends than i do gay friends uh, i don't know about you justin i know i'm a diamond in the rough <laughs> <laughs> well, i like musicals you so. do i like them but so. like but then like i just feel like everyone just like ugh. They're just too, ugh. <laughs> you know, like if I that wicked that oh my god, oh, oh, so oh get out of here, uh, Book uh, of Mormon, come on, no, I, no, I did date a Mormon though, no, a Mormon no. girl, yeah, oh, that was fun. So you were you were dating women in high school? I crushed a lot of puss, yeah, 
Um, <laughs> was that, now, and, and you and you were not like, did you have any thoughts about maybe that's not yes all the me? time? <laughs> yeah, like why isn't this good for me? Why? Yes, I didn't lose my virginity uh, my virginity until I was nineteen, which is like really old for Texas. And then, um, uh, that was horrifying, 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 horrifying because it was just the worst experience of my life. Just super awkward. <laughs> and or? it's not, it was just awkward and I didn't know what I was doing and I made myself do it. Uh. I made, I was like, it was weird. I'm like, why am I planning the date of me? And it was my birthday. Oh God. It was like, I'm going to lose my virginity when I'm 19 and I'm going to just do it. And I had a girlfriend at the time and like, it wasn't her fault, but like, I like to blame her. Wait, wait, so this was, <laughs> but this was, this was your girlfriend or was it, yes. your, girlfriend? It was your girlfriend? Yes. And, and you fry as friends now or? No, 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 no. no. But we her? never broke up. So technically we're still dating. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so we never really like shut it down. And I think she's married. So she's cheating on me. So she's the bad person in this. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, God. And, and, and did you think about your sexuality then when that all went down? Uh, so yeah, yeah. Because I remember, I remember like stealing, like, like, um, what are they called? Like, uh, like men's magazines. Sure. As a kid, that's what a weirdo. And then, why? Like hiding why is that them. Weird. It was just because Cause straight men hire steal women. I you know, know and stuff. But I was just like this confused kid in like a Barnes and Noble, like when they <laughs> like stealing porn at a yeah. Barnes and Noble. <laughs> but that, that's that is just straight out male sexuality. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Men, you, you, they, God did that to the mm -hmm. thirteen to fifteen year old male is cruel. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I didn't have, well, like nobody talked about my sex talk literally was my mom sitting me down and going, a man puts his penis in a woman's vagina. It feels really good. All right. Bye. <laughs> Is that fun at school? That was really what it was. And I was like, wow. what? <laughs> what? Thanks for the night terrors. Um, and, and then, and like, I never, masturbation was never talked about. Like, of course and not. I'm not like from a very religious family. It was just kind of like, uh, it was just uncomfortable. It's weird. Yeah. It's yeah. uncomfortable. And I had a stepdad and like he. What your dad? Uh, he's gone. He's been gone out of the picture. For what the happened? Whole. He just didn't. He got my mom pregnant, and then like I guess wasn't ready to become a dad. And he was young, and she just kind of took me away. Did Kidnapping is what some of them call it, but was it like that? Like she like ran away from him? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And we moved, and then we moved to Mississippi for and stayed with my grandmother for a little bit, and then like she was on the lamb. Oh God, yeah. And then for how long? Until uh, I was like four, and then she remarried my stepdad. And remarried so he, remarried yeah and he's very very hispanic wait, wait, yeah remarried yeah she remarried m they'd been married before no 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 no. she wait she he, cut it off with biological father and had a second marriage and then got married when okay. i was four to him okay and has he been a good stepdad you know he, he's tried he did, tried do they have other kids oh yeah so i have a sister and two brothers and i'm the oldest yeah they're half siblings. half hispanic yeah yeah, they're half siblings, and and the relationship with them is good. Oh yeah, I love them. Yep. Yeah, and was, and was that running around for the first four years sort of traumatic, or was that? No, I mean, I think I just wanted to be loved as a kid. I knew my mom was crazy about me, you know, but it was it was just weird because it was like this this male figure that I had never, you know, known. All of a sudden, came into my life. Did you long for your biological father? No, because I was always told he was awful. And then I met him when I was 26, which oh, was really weird. How was that? It was awful. He's just such a douche. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's the deal? He lives in Florida, of course. Strike um, one. He is a, he looks like, he looks like Jay Leno with like a sodium problem. <laughs> like just bloated. Is he a drinker, you think? Oh yeah, he's a drinker. Yeah, and so he took me like. Is that we, a real high voice like you, Jay? Is he? No, he, I mean, it was crazy because he, um. He got me, he picked me up in a car in a Thunderbird and then a Hawaiian shirt, gold chains, oh, Italian. Oh my God. He's like right out of a weird right movie. Out, yeah. And so he's like, we're going to San Diego for the weekend. We're gonna From Florida? Well, yeah. Yeah. What? He, he flew out to LA and then he got oh, a car. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were driving yeah, no. to San Diego for the weekend. Oh God. He picked me up here and we went to, to, to San Diego and we yeah. had this like weird bonding thing. We're getting drunk in the hotel lobby and then, um, uh, the next day, he's like, "All right, get up. We're going. We're going out for the day." Took me to Tijuana. Keep, keep going, <laughs> Tijuana, Mexico. The perfect place to get to know your son, right? Yeah. Takes me to a titty bar. Did he, Did he understand? No. Okay. 
But he did because as as the tequila is pouring down my throat because they blow those whistles and like okay you know, so pour the tequila yeah, for in those your mouth. you don't know they they come over mm. they have a cloth a cloth and they 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 what do they do they put your head and shake it yeah they, they put it in your mouth they put the cloth over yes. your, it's like waterboarding it's with a tequila. salt yeah yeah it's like waterboarding with tequila and that you have to swallow it yes and it's a gigantic uh, load yeah it, <laughs> that's what, it is a gigantic <laughs> load so. And the girls are like, yeah, uh, you know. And then we went to this like strip club. I don't. By the way, I've never heard of that. The the whole tequila shooting. Yeah, never, it's allegedly. I, it's allegedly. allegedly I've heard about yes. Some Hemingway novel or something. So. <laughs> Definitely a Hemingway novel. So. Um, and so we go to the strip the strip club, and this girl, ugh, ugh, just starts dancing on a pole, and I'm like, no, 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 you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> So I go over, stand up. I like push the poor girl aside. And I'm like, this is how you pull. Hang on. Was it, was it like floor level pole dancing or was she up on a stage? You had to climb up on the stage. It was floor level okay, pole dancing. Okay, okay. Go over to her. Apparently you can't do this in Tijuana. Anywhere. You touch I know. The and I'm like, get out. I'll show you how to do it. And then the security guard comes over and he's like, ah, you know, you got to sit down. I can't do that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and then. He's like, hey, let me get you a lap dance. Oh, God. Now, is your dad laughing his ass off? He, at this yeah, he was it, like, yeah. Justin, you're okay. crazy. <laughs> That's my son. Ooh. So then he gets Did me a lap. You should write a sitcom based God. on this. Oh, I know. I actually thought about it. I, yeah. I really do want to write a book about all of this shit. Um, gets me a lap dance. I go into the back with this woman, and she is like, she starts like, you know, grinding Dancing. on me and everything. I'm like, here's what's happening. Um, you told her? Oh, yeah. Does she speak English? A little bit, okay. yeah. Poquito. Um, but I'm like, you really don't have to do all this. This is fun and all, but how about we just talk for 20 minutes? <laughs> so getting to know, I'm like, are you happy? Do you have kids? Which is like, yeah, I have three. And I'm like, okay. Um, do you have pictures of them? Can I see them? Like, I'm, this is the worst. Like, it's so, she's looking at me like, what, what, what well, is full, up? Full, what is going on? Full disclosure, whenever, I, I haven't been to a strip club in years and years and years and years, but, I, but uh, my my bachelor party they took me to some to, uh, uh-huh. a couple of them and uh what i get stuck with is oh you're a doctor let me tell you about my you know <laughs> my cryotherapy and my cervix and uh, <laughs> I, I mean i mean i kid you not yeah. full medical history is being yeah. laid out yeah while, i'm like <laughs> they're like this is for you but uh, also for me oh no yes. this is for me yeah yeah, <laughs> this yeah. Is not for me god it was so funny and then i get back i got back and you know i think there was some crying <laughs> Like we went deep <laughs> and then that was it. That was, that was the last time I saw him. Oh, yeah. and he didn't like, uh, I remember like I had roommates at the time and he was like, he's like, is Justin gay? To and the roommates. To my roommates and my roommates were like, oh, you probably want to have that talk with your son not because we're not going to say anything. Yeah. And then it was just, yeah, it was just, and now it's weird because it's like, I'm finding like now that I'm doing stand up and performing now, like the Martindales are coming out of the woodwork. So they're all like, hi, I'm your third cousin and i'm like okay they're like oh, yeah so that's through his face you're not well, related to wink in any way no no i no i get that all the time sometimes yeah, sure. i lie but like um but uh he uh i have a couple a, a couple of i guess i guess cousins who were like oh yeah we know we're sorry you had to go through that oh because i guess he has like a reputation within the family i don't know whatever he well, have, just the way you describe him do your like, life uh-huh. yeah he's got like a colombian wife um and he's he adopted her son mm. which is weird so i am his only biological son and do you have any contact with him now no nah. and and your stepdad things have been okay things have been great yeah. he he did what he could yeah. you know and your siblings they're yep. pretty good they're great yeah and your relationship with your mom you said she carted you around for a while yeah 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 mom's getting to that age you know and i'm trying to uh trying to be the best son i can you know she's having a hard time because yeah. they got divorced and now she's like ah. on her own so Yeesh. Yeah. So when did comedy hit? How'd that figure into this? Comedy just kind of came with growing up. I was never, you know, you always hear these stories about, you know, gay kids and and kids suck. Like they just are hard. I could I watched that show Euphoria. Yes. Good God. Isn't that incredible? It's accurate though. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. It, 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 and you have three daughters, right? No, I have two boys and a girl. But two boys and a girl. The triplets. Now. They're yeah. twenty-six now. They're they're through all yeah. that stuff. But but they absolutely. If you've never seen Euphoria, it's Ugh. a great great series. It, it's it's hard to watch. It's really it, hard it, to watch. But it is. It's got drug addiction just right. Right. It's got that just right. 
And I believe it got... Because of her dad, because her dad had cancer, and so she started taking his pills, right? It, 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 how yeah. she got there, there's as many yeah. roads to where she got, but where she was was portrayed exactly right. Yeah. Her, her attempts at recovery, exactly right. And uh, the for a certain segment of the high school population, they got it right. Yeah. It's, it's not common that kids are that sociopathic. God. But they're certainly there. It's very so terrifying. It is really something. And I'm so thankful I skipped all of that. <laughs> well, but you said they were terrible. They're terrible to you about your sexuality or? No, no, no. I just think it's a lot. I mean, just dealing with like, like, like technology, like how, you know, like recording each other having sex and putting it on like line, putting it on Pornhub and stuff like that and being like, look at, look at this fat cow fucking, you know? Oh my and, God. Like, that's just like that one girl cat in the show. Oh, like, it's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, or like, yeah, last summer she made a sex tape. I'm like, don't make sex tape children. Like my, my niece, oh, my niece. So I have a show on Snapchat that comes out every Thursday and my niece who's 10, uh, 11. Yeah. She, she, I was like, let me just check in with my niece. And I looked at her story and it was like, some guy was like, I think you're really cute. And she was like, shut up or something. And I was like, how's school? Well, what did I, what did I <laughs> hear you today? I read that like 60% of uh, underage children have contact with somebody that's a predator. <sighs> well, well, tell me about the Snapchat show. Oh yeah. So, um, and then we'll get back into the comedy. Yeah. Oh, well, don't the, worry. The Snapchat show was, um. I used to write for Joan Rivers when she had Fashion Police. No I, I wrote, yeah, my first job with her. That must her, have been so fun. It was way fun. It was very, very I did like two two, two actual shows for her. Um, Meaning, uh, besides uh, well, like I Fashion did two, Police? No, no, just Fashion Police. Uh -uh. And I just had a really, really good time. My first assignment was the Met Gala, you know, no pressure. Oh, boy. And, I, you know, we went over to uh, Melissa's house and she fed us all and we all sat in a circle and kind of went around jokes and everything and... And I just remember meeting her and I was like, <laughs> and she was like, they were like, introduced me and they said, you know, this is Justin. He's going to be one of the rare. She's like, oh, I know Justin. I'm like, do you really? Because I'm pretty sure she like looked me up at whatever. But um, yeah, it was just really, really fun. And then I remember testing for E for different shows and whatever. And I just remember the last time I saw her, she was walking down the hall oh. and, and I got a, I got a picture with her and she was just like, how have you been? It's so good to see you. And I was like, oh. yeah, she was that at how was she was she died like 78 or something uh, yeah something yeah. like that it's but coming up for somebody like, that anniversary age, is it like september 4th or 7th something like that for somebody that age she was remarkably this just sounds glib but it, it's not just youthful but there was something about her September fourth, yeah oh mm -hmm. my god it's my birthday too really yeah uh it, it's that the i only knew that beyonce was on september 4th and whitney cummings too whitney cummings mm -hmm. too interesting but she was so youthfully engaging that mm -hmm. was the thing about her she she would just she you, like it was like running into a college roommate or right, something or right. friend it's like very engaging um, miss, miss her great i saw melissa a couple weeks ago too she seems okay right now who I mean, almost i think she's living out of the state i think makes I sense right. yeah just she probably just wants to raise her son and just yeah. kind of be out of it I you think know that's right so that's comedy hit. so comedy yeah so i got um i got uh they rebooted uh, a millennial fashion police on Is Snapchat. Is that your first job was writing? Mm -hmm. So so your first comedy was for Joan? My first writing job was with Joan, but I had already done stand-up. So I'm, here's the story. Here's the back end. Okay, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I'd always been funny. Yeah. I was always the class clown, most humorous in my class. I was never bullied. That's what I was getting into with the whole euphoria thing. I was never really bullied. I always used my words and my humor to get me out of situations. And I just remember being a kid and people were like, oh my God, you should totally be a stand-up comic, which a child should never hear. <laughs> like give them goals, you know? What was the comedy doing for you, do you think, other than diffusing difficult situations? Yeah, I just, I was just obsessed with Jim Carrey and I was obsessed with Robin Williams and like I was, you know, huh. just, and I could identify with them because they played such iconic characters, you know, Mrs. Huh. Doubtfire and Ace Ventura and uh, I, 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 the genie in Aladdin. And, you know, I was just, I just loved this like performance and I was just attracted to this like, crazy energy you know yeah, yeah and it just kind of was in me you know and then uh i always wanted to be an actor and i moved out here and was like well this sucks <laughs> and um i just remember like the recession hit it was 2009 and i just remember eating like bread and eggs for like two weeks mm. and um like really ready to throw in the towel and just be like, you know what? I can't do this. And, um, I saw this 
comedy show and I was watching the comics and I was just like, God, this is garbage. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. What do I have to lose? So I called up a friend of mine who was running a room in Silver Lake and I said, hey, I'm going to I want to try it out. And he's like, OK, you've got six minutes. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> six minutes. Mm. Um, and when I finally did it, it just felt right. It was the it was the adrenaline that I wanted. It was the response that I wanted. Is it, it was the laughter. Or it was the, the laughter. It was the storytelling. Uh, it was just it felt perfect, right. especially because I was just such at a low place. Mm. It finally there was something that was just like it. It made me feel good, and kind of like a drug, mm -hmm. you know. And then, did you get obsessed with it because of that, or was it? Just I was still something you just wanted to do. I wasn't obsessed obsessed with it it was just so that was october of 2008 so october november december january february march april may june so i had been doing it for nine months and i skipped over the open mic scene i was just that wasn't my thing i would do like you know monthly shows and kind of just get booked on those so nine months in i get booked at the comedy store michael jackson just died on the 25th mm. of june so everyone's outside it's a summer night Michael Jackson music's playing, you know, everyone was having a good time. And it was just one of those nights at the comedy store where everybody's in town, everybody's in town. And we were all just having a, you know, good time. There was this open mic or not an open mic, a bringer show in the main room. And there was like 16 people on the lineup and it was sold out. There's like a bustle in the audience or a bustle backstage. And they're like, Justin's going third. And I'm like, okay, well that's great. Cause I was last before. And um, I get up on stage, did six minutes, had a blast, and I sat back down and someone grabbed me and they said, um, you need to come with me right now. And I said, well, why? And they go, because Mitzi Shore just saw you and just passed you as a paid regular. Oh. So that was weird. And I was like, who? <laughs> like, had no clue. So explain to people who that is. Mitzi Shore is the owner of the comedy store. If you watch, so. I'm, you're, I'm dying up here. The women, oh, the, the, yes. The, and read that book. It's fascinating. Yeah. There's, um, there's a female, older female character that is Yes, missing. Goldie, yeah. And it's... Um, Polly's mom. Mm -hmm. Polly's mom. She took it over, and uh, I mean, she discovered Robin Williams, David Letterman, Jay Leno, all those guys, Roseanne Barr, all you know, all the eighties, nineties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Sam Kinison. Um, That's what happened. She grabbed you. She she left. She saw me and left, and told the the box office guy like, tell him he's a paid regular, get his avails, and I am officially the last person that she wow. handpicked. Interesting. So people were very upset with me <laughs> for that. Well, were, again, if you watch your, I'm dying up here, you see the com com competitiveness. Oh, God. I mean, people were like, is. who are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I just happen to be here. And they were like, yeah, fuck this guy. And you're gay? What? <laughs> yeah. So there was a whole bunch of like, oh, man, are you going to try and fuck me? And I'm like, oh, oh calm down. You're a four. And so, <laughs> yeah. and so snap. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Snapchat saw me do, I was doing like some bachelor after show and then they were like, we want to kind of revamp fashion police, but for oh, Snapchat, smart. so they grabbed me and now I've, for two years now I've been hosting a, a Snapchat original series called what the fashion and it's me over at the E network. And I just, you know, we just take celebrities and just, you know, trash, about them. trash, not trash, trash them. <laughs> it's just, we, I try to be nice and like. Just talk about the outfit because that's what they want. I don't want to like trash them personally is, is or whatever. Is it e-production or do you own it? Uh, it's, is, it's is it e-production? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Snapchat. E, yeah, e, yeah. And, and the, everything in Snap has to be like three minutes, right? Yeah, it's like a four-minute long show. <laughs> that's, any, that's all people have time for these days. That's the way Snapchat works. Yeah, yeah. You just do a whole ton of them and just... Oh, know, yeah. They're yeah. still on there. If you subscribe, it's called What the Fashion. It comes out every Thursday. And but I mean, do you just sit down on Thursdays and do four minutes? Or you do, no, do 40 no, no, minutes no, 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 once no. every 10 weeks? God, when we started, we, we it started... we. It took us about two hours and it was brutal. But now we've got it to about like 45 to an hour. To do how many? Four minutes. One four minute yeah, thing so they in edit, an hour? They edit it all together. Oh my and, God, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And now they're getting to the point now where they're like, it's season two and we can edit like fun things that didn't really happen. What's the matter really with happen. you guys? Why can't we turn this show into a two and a half minute golden piece of gold? <laughs> come right. dumpsters that's thanks for next week uh, well, you guys speaking of come dumpsters <laughs> i'm um, right here there there are, we have some interesting <laughs> clips um sort of uh handpicked for you but i just want to say speaking of come dumpsters just saying <laughs> what a dream and now back to our show uh so you know how this show works we uh -huh. have uh you know, ymh sends us some of their most problematic 
types and mm-hmm. cool dudes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we take a look at them and see what we think of them. So here we go. Is this TikTok? Oh my God, Christina was telling me about TikTok. I'm obsessed with her TikTok. I need to get into it. I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, her Instagram has become flooded it's with flooded her with TikTok. TikTok I know. Yeah. I comment on all of them. <laughs> I love them. Uh, this is not TikTok. Okay. Um, this is just a really cool girl. Is it? Uh, is she though? Uh, yeah, she's the coolest. Okay. Um, I think we got this off of Facebook. I can't remember. Um, she, if she's the coolest, this should be That's cool. what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> this should be good. She looks like she wrestles alligators. Okay, so I'm here with my ex's cum in a cup, and I'm add some seasoning, salt and pepper, and oh my god, that is gross. Oh, wait, fried, what is happening? Fried semen for what? Why did she? If she, she so it tastes better. does she eat it? Oh god, I don't want to give anything away. Oh my god, is there more to this? Ew. Thank you. But we're going to finish um, frying this, and then I'm going to eat it. This should be interesting. Is it? There's some salt and pepper in it. I like her crazy list. She's on pills. She is very cool. Oh, my God. I'm going to hate myself. Yeah, you are. Hold on. Hold on. With with that kind of screwball antics, there's always a dude behind it. Oh, yeah. No no woman goes, I know what I'll do. I'll fry up my husband's. He was like, hey, baby, you want to do something fun? You gonna fry my cum. And she's like, all right, I love you. You wore the t-shirt, Justin. I mean, I did. It is your fault. It's your fault. It's my, I manifested this. Here we go. Oh, God. I love the, I love the disgust face. She's just blowing on it. She's just blowing on it. Thumbs up. Oh! Ah! Why Fuck she, you, that. She looks like Elizabeth Moss in Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Right? She's giving yes. that Elizabeth Moss yes. stare into the camera. She's absolutely got that. That's she, maybe, I want to see one of those habits. Yeah, maybe head. that's method acting. That's what Elizabeth Moss does. But she is a cool dude. I got to hand it to I her. I love her. Yeah, I do too. So actually earlier, uh, Justin, you said that she's on pills. And that actually is a game that we play on YMH called uh, Drugs or Mental Illness. So, <gasps> Drew, what do you think's going on here? Oh, this is a sick boyfriend. This has nothing to do with her. Yet, Keep, finish it off. Yeah. Let's see where this goes. Whether she actually don't say finish it off like that. Whether she actually vomits or not. I think I think this actually is a, is the end of it. Really? She just eat, just, she no, just eats it more. and she hates it. You know, that's the whole video. Does she though? That is neither drugs nor mental illness. That is uh, a screwball husband. Now, yeah, or boy, she a boyfriend or husband? What does she say? I think ex boyfriend. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, that, she's damaged. Your, your yeah, she's damaged. Maybe damaged, but not crazy and not no, was, uh, on drugs. I was talking about her hair. Her hair. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, yeah. It's a little, little bit bleached out there. Oh, but what? thank you for sharing that one. It's one of the few YMH videos that I feel. Oh, I don't know better about than I normally do. Even though it's totally disgusting. I hate cum. <laughs> quote not John. for well, me. You know, I got another one for you guys. It it is, by the way, one of the more problematic fluids. It's, it's just weird. It's not different than what comes out of your nose when you blow your nose. It's the same materials. It's mucopolysaccharides. It's mucus? Essentially, with some stuff floating in it. Yeah, you don't eat your boogers. Don't eat your cum. (laughs) Oh, I think, though, I think you ought to throw the gauntlet down to Dov and see if uh, somebody from the YMH cool department would fry up the... Ugh, probably. Bert Kreischer would totally do it. I'm sure we could find Bert would do do it, yeah. Um, so this next one uh, is a really fun clip. We just uh, watched it on YMH not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people at home won't be able to watch it, so I need you guys to describe what you're seeing. Why can't they watch it? You'll it's s- probably you'll for see. the best. You'll Uh-oh. see. Somebody, oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. Oh. What the hell? Is this, What's happening? Is this Castaway 2? <laughs> it is somebody that looks like... There's okay, a, so just hold it. Home- hold it. Yeah. Oh. yeah, you go first. Okay, what looks like... A homeless man. Oh! Okay, Jesus. Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks in Castaway 2 drinking his own urine to stay hydrated with two Slovenian prostitutes fingering each other while he's drinking his pee and spitting it into Slovenian woman one's mouth. So, Wilson, it's called Wilson's Return. Yes. Wow. Yes, Wilson's return. What 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 do you think the uh, search history title would be to this? Oh my god. 
Uh, I think it's a. Uh, I mean, we know the actual name, so you guys could guess it, and then we'll tell you the real one. Oh my. God. Oh wow. Uh, I just uh, feel like like. <laughs> what has happened to my career is what I'm, I'm wondering. I'm. I just love this 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 still of her eyes. Like this is. Yeah, I know. She People... looks like she just like this is seven days after watching the ring tape. <laughs> This has got to be something to do with golden and drinking fountains. Golden, like Gary's, <laughs> Gary's drinking fountain. You're or, very close. Am I really? Um, piss swap five. <laughs> golden gals, golden girls. There it is. Is it really? It's got to be uh, golden it's girls. It's uh, Albert's pool party. Albert. Oh, okay. Yes, I was like, it's a Gary. Yeah, he looks like a fucking Albert. I think the. Golden Girls is uh, a better name for it. But uh, this golden, is just clip the Golden one. Shower Girls. Here we go. Guys. I would say clips. two girls. We have to watch more. Two girls, one Albert. Yeah, two girls, one uh, Fountain. Oh my God! Is that him? Is he getting his butt? Yep. Oh, these poor women. This is right. Isn't that the feeling you get? Good for you. I tell I feel too. It's like really. So here's a question. The same guy, different yeah. guy. No, it's the same guy. How is he peeing so much? Well, it makes me wonder if it's. <laughs> Like, how, how could he, you? He must have to like save up all. <laughs> well, I mean, I, did, I mean, save I, up all I, day. I personally prepped this video. I could tell you that this is later on in the video without really a cut. So, I no, mean, but they could cut, right? I mean, just while he drinks some other. See, I just yeah, that one has her eyes closed but for even, all the right reasons. Even in this take, though, like they haven't cut. Like he's been nonstop peeing for like twenty seconds. Yeah, go get your go get your fucking kidneys checked. Oh my god, what's uh, happening? I can't do anymore. Stop it. Nah, that's alright. Now the girls get in on it. See the funnel? Not a piss funnel. No. <laughs> oh look, we're just two wild girls. Just I just spit because there's so much fluids coming out of this. Oh, it's so sad. Have you, have you ever seen a funnel like that, Drew? Oh, the humanity. What what happened to us? What happened? This is like and those sheets? What is that? What Burning Man tent was collapsed for this yeah. scene work? This is my scene partner today. Oh my god! You, you know, know, you know, I was in a porn once. Really? Mm -hmm. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I had the pleasure of being an extra mm -hmm. in a porn, and um, my friend who ran a studio at the time was like, hey, do you want to make a hundred bucks for the day? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I had to go out to like, what's that? What's that weird town? Van Nuys. Yeah. <laughs> North <laughs> what is Hollywood. that weird town? North Hollywood. Yeah, what's east of La Brea? Um, uh, and so I got to the studio and it was really fun because I got to like meet the actors and like, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. It was very like professional. And I got to wear like the belt with like lube and everything. I was like the kit guy. I wasn't the fluffer. I didn't have to like touch anything. I don't know why I'm a. You were an extra I don't know why or were you like cat. a assistant? I was the extra. So I, it was like the scene started and I got to be, um, I got to um, be the guy who's like. Pizza. Come in. And I was like, your five o'clock appointment is here. And they were like, send him in. And I'm like. <laughs> so, and I actually had a friend of mine who was like oh my god I was trying to jerk off the other day and your dumb face like walked in oh, I was like oh and people were like are you going to be embarrassed if that tape comes out I'm like I didn't get naked I was just I was I was Helping living out. my truth <laughs> it was really fun and then I got to watch it and I was like is this all real and they're like well some of it is and some of it's not because like, you, you in porn they're like Ugh. and sometimes it's acting oh yeah I'm sure yeah all right, let's get another video. Get us out of the uh, pool party zone. Oh, right. man. Here, uh, uh, I'll pull something up. Uh, converse a little. What's that? I'm, I'm pulling something up. Uh, converse a little. Bit. Oh, we'll do some questions. Mm. All right, here's some emails. Okay. Uh, a 9 year old guy who's just recently started to exercise. I'm on a keto diet and practice intermittent fasting. I've noticed that whenever I lift weights at the gym, no matter how heavy, I get a massive headache all around my skull. It usually lasts anywhere from five, to a few, five minutes to a few hours. Um, this is actually something to be checked out. It may or may not have anything to do with the diet. No. But exercise-induced headaches can sometimes be aneurysm and things like that. Like it, high it, blood pressure? No, nah, it's not that. It's more of an anatomic thing. I, I, I remember, it's funny, whenever I get a headache when I'm working out, I always think about a kid I knew when I was in medical school, another medical student, got a headache while we were working out, and then he had a little bleed into his cerebellum, in his posterior fossa. And... Um, 
he had to have neurosurgery and all kinds of stuff. So it, it's something that can occasionally be more than just a plain old headache. And breathe properly. Because I, when I, I had a trainer and he was like, because I would hold in my, my air and he's like, no, you got to breathe in and breathe out and breathe in because if you don't, it can stress your... Valsalva. Yeah. You don't want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Valsalva is not good for your heart, not right. good for your vasculature. <clears throat> uh, first baby, it's about seven weeks since we had it. She's, she tried really hard to push the baby out, but she ended up getting a C-section. Now I thought since the baby didn't come out vaginally, we'd be all good to get back to sex. We've tried it twice in the past week. Both times it brought her to tears. Oh, God. Yes. Why Sounds like having so sex with me. Because she had surgery on that region. for Dude, you're pushing on that. It's like if you were pushing in her abdomen real hard, would you be surprised if that would hurt? Well, and it's also seven weeks in. Let her heal, for God's sakes. Men, Jesus. We're, you, we're just awesome, aren't you we? You velociraptor. <laughs> God. And uh, she's not going to be terribly interested in sex for about a year. Yeah, just let her. Sort of how yeah. it goes. All right. Uh, do you and, ever... and that's your fault, bro. <laughs> you did that to <laughs> you me. You did to that her. to her. <laughs> uh, more videos. What do you got here? Okay, so Uh-oh. this next one. Is that smoke or is that fire? Yeah. Yes, this is a Burger King. It's on fire. Oh. And I want you to tell me if there's anything wrong with the person that's in that red car. Uh-oh. That's about to come out and, and yell at people. Oh yeah. So uh, she wants a refund from a burning actively on fire burger. I like the way she wants to have it her way. I like the I, I also like the way she misinterprets people yelling at her yeah. to help her yeah. with people yelling at her because they're at, mad at her. So she uh, has to get angry back. You know what? Can I I, I am obsessed uh, with public freakouts. I love them. Really? I will take You've come it, to the right place. I know. I take I'll take an edible when I get home. <laughs> Like after, like after I do my spots and stuff, I yeah. just want to like go relax. I'll just take a, like I'll cut it a, a 10 milligram edible in half, have a good five and I will YouTube public freakout compilations because it fascinates me. Have you ever seen one? No, maybe Nadav can help me and oh, show, enlighten me about just this. people losing their shit over like, I asked for four packets of ketchup and there's three. And you're like, wow, yeah. people wow. Get, people get angry. People are not feeling good in our country today. No. And they get angry over the, the tiniest little slights. Mm-hmm. But let's see how this one plays out. Make no wow. guys. Yes, insult she, them. She seems to have hospital greens on, essentially. And you right? know, she, you know what's sad? She probably has kids in that car. Oh yeah, and she probably is a works at a hospital, and she has no. many different jobs. I can imagine. No, she's, no, she's like a receptionist at like a like a dentist office, esthetician. Like okay. Yeah, esthetician. something like that. Yeah. All right. Oh, it keeps going. This is the last one. Ugh, wow. Just trash, so, trash people. Justin, where would you rate this on public freakouts? I mean, you've seen a couple. Well, this does not have physical violence as of yet. You know what I mean? Like people like yeah. jump over counters and beat people up. Yeah. Like you know, it's crazy. Um, I would say this is about like a a five, a four or five. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the video of the guy? I don't know where it was. I want to say it was in L.A. The guy like having sex with somebody on the ground. Did y'all see that one? No. Why is my voice getting higher? Maybe like a homeless person? Like I don't that. know. It's like some guy, he's like like plowing this woman in like a park in LA and, and this guy grabs a bicycle and just hits him over the head with the bicycle. Oh yeah. And I've like knocks that. him out. Oh, I've seen it all. <laughs> I mean. It knocks him out? Yeah. Oh like my the God. Wheel, the, back, it... the wheel hits him. He's like, come on, man, cut that out. And like hits him. I think he's one of those like... Um, those uh what are they called the the community the scooters security well, guys yeah, yeah 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 but yeah wow. people are nuts okay well you're going to share some of that with us yes oh no? i have some fun stories about i've seen a woman pull out a bottle of vodka from her from her vagina and, like a like a small like oh, an airplane full-on plastic popov vodka like a i talk about pint? it on stage yeah like no it was pint? like a it was like this oh my god just lift her dress up and where? And then I saw a friend drive by. I was like, oh, my God, call me later. I just saw one pull up, pop off from her pussy. Where, where, where was this? Santa Monica Boulevard. Like, waiting like, for the bus. 
this is like a homeless person probably just a afternoon coochie cocktail well you, you get to get tired carrying stuff around God, you got your I own. Know. i've seen a woman pissing like out standing up pissing like the women like, <laughs> we just saw outside of a gelson's yeah listen los angeles has become mad max oh Matt, yes yeah. full-on thunderdome yeah, yeah it, it is good it's it's and it's we've made several our leaders have made several moves to push it further in that direction so it's yeah. going to be next five years going to be apocalypse uh, it really is mm -hmm. be like really uh, you Dude, seriously do you need to be doing this what are you doing oh this is what this are is, you doing what is that he's putting Hello? a bicycle handle up what are you doing go away lady with his legs what are you doing? elevated there's people there's little kids around here seriously his, his wheelchairs all flipped over to the side is he does he have one leg yes got one leg and uh, and he's wow. got a bicycle handle uh, with a with a sweatshirt over his head. Yeah, he's keeping the sun out of his eyes. Yeah. What hey. the fuck is going on? Welcome to Los Angeles. Is this in L.A.? Oh, I'm sure. Oh my God. I'm sure. Uh, I mean... uh, my name is Dan. I'm 31. I'm from Pittsburgh. I have a relationship. Loved my life for four years. Everything's Go good. Away, in... lady. Uh oh. Uh oh. Go away, lady. <laughs> Dan's back. <laughs> uh, when this good until the beginning of the year when she started getting menopause symptoms. How old is his wife? Now we have only sex two times a year. She oh. tells me it's very painful for her. I'm sympathetic to it, but I have needs. Is there anything she can do? Uh, piss on me, beat me. Just, oh. I don't need to explain that to you. Oh. Uh, she <laughs> needs a medical evaluation. If she's in her 30s, she, should, she could have perimenopause, but she should not be becoming menopausal. Yeah. And it could be medication side effects. If she's having atrophic vaginitis, which is what causes the pain with intercourse, that could be caused by lots of things other than menopause. I don't think this is menopause. Please have her properly evaluated. Uh, boy, lots of people having kids and having, this is all having kids and having trouble then functioning after that. Don't uh, have kids. Problem solved. Uh, my wife had our kid about three years ago. She had external hemorrhoids ever since. These Gross. ever go away. She used to enjoy anal sex. Mm. The variety in our sex life is gone due to other issues. There's no oral going on other issues. I'm dying here is their hope. She's lesbian. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, he just doesn't like the hemorrhoids, or she doesn't like the hemorrhoids, or something. So they don't engage in. But in, wait, it, they're in her butt. Hemorrhoids. Yeah, he likes anal sex. She used to like anal sex. That's probably why she has hemorrhoids. Probably could have contributed to it for sure. This is what I don't get about guys having anal sex with women. I don't get it. They're not enjoying it. They don't have a prostate back there. Some women do. No. Yeah, no, they do. Mm. Do they? Uh, it's not an it's not a common thing, but some women do. There's a whole bunch of innervation in that area that can become, you know, some people are, their anatomy is such that that's a more sensitive area. And, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't get it done to me. Yeah, I just don't. I I, I my I butthole. I don't trust it. I just feel like it's like the Sarlacc pit that Boba Fett fell into in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I I get you. I don't I don't have any understanding nah. uh, personally of the of, of the appeal of the people but there are people that really get interested in play in that area and that's mm. good on them that's all i'm saying do we have a voice message here we go hey dr drew love the show Thank i'm you. just calling in with a question i want to know if it's possible to have ptsd for something you don't remember happening basically when i was a kid around three years old I got too close to a bear cage, and it almost ripped my leg off. Wow. And it messed up my growth plate in my ankle. Wow. Everything's fine now, but I still have some PTSD-like symptoms from it. Sure. So I just wondered what your thoughts were on uh, that. Absolutely. Thanks. Keep up the show. You bet. Thanks. That, that is something people are getting a lot of misconception about. PTSD really is about your body remembering mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. It's like your body's always reliving it. and. And that phenomenon of flight or fight and freeze mm -hmm. doesn't have to have an explicit memory associated with it. It can just be an affect state. And so absolutely. And, and in fact, even when people do have an explicit memory, the memory is mm -hmm. often distorted and it changes over time. Right. And the memory isn't the problem, though. It could be troublesome that the memories are intrusive and keep coming back. But the real problem is what's remembered by the body. Or the trauma the fi or, the, or the, 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 the shock of the experience. Yes. I have, I have one that I remember. And I, every now and then I go back to it. Cause was it was that vampire play again. No, no. It was I went on a, on a, on a vacation with a, my pastor at the time. And he had a daughter and we went to like this like weekend retreat at their cabin or something. And like one day we went out by the like creek. It was me and the girl, the neighbor girl and her mom. And we were skipping rocks in the creek. 
And the mom was like, no, don't, don't, you know, don't throw those too hard because they could, they, someone could get hurt. And immediately I skipped a rock and it, it ricocheted off and hit the girl in oh. her face. Oh. And the pastor's wife looks me in the face and goes, you stupid fucking kid. Uh, and I was like, oh, pastor's and I, wife. and I started running, just uh, running in the woods. And the pastor saw me and it was like all hush hush and covered up. So when we came back home, they were like, my mom was like, did you guys have a good time? They're like, we love Justin. He was so great. And I was like, she called me a stupid fucking kid. And that stayed with me. And that's when I gave up on God. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But wait, he got his leg caught in a what? A bear? Bear. Weird. Like the revenant? Like, like a bear it. mauled him? It sounds like it. Jesus. I think he said he got too close to a bear cage. A yeah. bear cave like and a it zoo hurt. or something? Yeah, he was like, I got... And then the bear grabbed him by the leg? Yeah, that's, almost tore his ankle. Yeah, that's, that's some drama right there. Yeah, that, that can stay with you. That's terrifying. All right, next Look. up. Hey, Dr. Drew. This is uh, Jack from Nevada. I'm 25, and in high school... I never seem to have a problem with uh, with the ladies and sort of socializing, but I've found it really hard to make any genuine connection with anyone that I'm meeting new. And yeah, I don't know. It just seems like an like an odd thing, but I don't know if it you know seeks medical attention. So I figured I'd uh, I'd give a call in, and uh, you know I really enjoy the podcast. Call man out. Mm-hmm. Now, Dom, what do you imagine he is? Mid twenties or something? He's at twenty five. Oh, he's at twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, that, because that's where I'm seeing a lot of this. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say yeah. I totally get this. It, it, it's and he sounds perfectly great. He's it's not you, buddy. Yeah, it's not you. It's the it's your generation yeah. of like swiping and swiping right, swiping left. And my yeah, and it, it's very stressful. And a lot of people don't like to engage with people in real life. It, it's ve- you didn't you didn't get exposed the way. You're supposed to to forming and breaking relationships mm-hmm. very much. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of millennials didn't get that experience because everyone was on their phones, and, mm-hmm. and I imagine porn had an impact on this too. It's porn sort of, always is to blame. Yeah. Well, but I, <laughs> the, 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 the men are just they're in the porn and they're yeah. not out in the world, right? Yeah. And I I, I really feel bad for him because it's a very common thing, and millennials kind of aren't in a, in a hurry to do mm-hmm. anything, and so they're they. While my generation would have been tunneling out and trying to get break free. They're like, hey, funny thing. I don't seem to be interested in people the way I should be. And the attention span is gone. So that's yeah. even a thing. Like I know I see it in the in the in the straight community and the gay community where it's like you could be having like the best relationship with somebody or having the best time. And then there's in the back of your head, you're like, mm, I'm going to see if there's somebody what, better out there. Next? And yeah. you're just like, what? So, so I literally would make it a discipline, almost like mm-hmm. it's a, you're working of going out and meeting people, spending time with people, conversing with people, connecting with people, because that disconnect is not good for you. And you'll be happier when you do find somebody and you will find somebody because you're perfectly set up for it. And don't have one night stands. It sounds like you're ready to like have a relationship. Have a relationship. Yeah. So don't like, like court someone, court a woman, which court is, a man, which, whoever you're with. Which is the piece that yeah. they didn't get. They yes. didn't have that dating yeah. thing in high school and yeah. college. Oh, I we... think you're cute. Let's go back to my place and bang it out. Like, yeah. no, like, let's go to dinner and let's get to know each other. Let's have a second date. Let's and have a third date. I, I you know, was, used to coach my kids about this issue and mm-hmm. they always go, well, people don't, they're uncomfortable dating because they don't know how. They don't even to receive a date. Right. But it, people usually get around to it in their mid-20s, so people will be more receptive then. Is it similar in the gay community? Is Because I've only been talking to straight folks that mm-hmm. have this problem. Similar? It's, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's... It's, um, it's very interesting. I'm glad he called. It's very, like... Okay, like, I remember asking um, the guy I'm talking to now, he was, I was like, do you want to go... Uh, I was like, let's go to dinner or something. He was like, ew. <laughs> I'm like, what? Because he's younger, too. Isn't Still got funny? it, guys. Still got it. <laughs> um, and, and he was like... I was like, no, let's go to dinner. He's like, I'm really, I'm really nervous. And I'm like, well, you should be nervous. They don't like, know this how to is, behave. That's what's fun about this. It's like, we get to know each other and get to, like... I want to know what makes you feel weird, and I want to make, I want to see what makes you smile, and I want to see if like this is going to be something that I want to invest my time in. You know what I mean? And um, uh, yeah, I just feel like it's a very, it's very, everything's fast. It's like let's do this, let's bang it out at night, you know, and and then that's it. It's it's fast, and yet it's um, not in a hurry to, yeah. to make a connection. So right. It's very weird. Yeah. Very strange times. All right. Next voice message. Hey, Dr. Drew. My name is Noah from Tennessee. I'm calling because I recently heard you talking about lovers or married couples 
needing to get uh, on the same timeline, uh, that sexual needs. I know you said that males like the morning time and females are in the afternoon. How uh, would a couple have their moods hit at the same time? And what is your professional advice to getting on the same sexual track as your partner or wife? Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. I don't, it's Thank fascinating to me. I don't remember saying this, yeah. but it, it does tend to be true that people have you know different diurnal cycles and some people are more in the morning, some people are more in the evening, some are in the afternoon huh. when they're feeling more receptive or more sexually aroused, whatever it might be. And uh, I do notice that, that uh, having talked to lots of people, that men are more likely to be... It's not that they're more likely to be mornings, but women are not likely to be morning people. That makes and, sense. And so men can, can be morning. It sounds like what's going on here. And it's not that you can shift somebody's preferences. You can't do it. People don't shift. What you can do is be motivated to meet somebody where they are. Mm -hmm. In other words, so your wife is an afternoon person. You then need to go figure out a time to go meet her at four in the afternoon, make that effort to go in there. Uh, and I think, you know, usually one person is sort of more motivated for sex than the, than the other. That's also a very common thing. There can be very much mismatched desires, yeah. but there also can be different levels of sort of receptivity versus aggressiveness. And if one person is more motivated, that more motivated person should meet the other one where they are. That's crazy. I, hmm. You don't have to deal with that? No. Yeah. Because well, you're dealing with men. Right, men are men. Dogs. They're sort of ready to go. You know, what I mean, most. That's most true. Time. Women that, have a little more of a diurnal cycle. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I so. couldn't imagine. I mean, I've, but afternoon sex. See, that's less likely to be men. Right? Less likely to be men. Yeah, women like afternoon men, sex. Men, women can have an afternoon sex. So yeah. I think a good meeting place for the two of them would probably right go in to, between. Go to brunch. You could go right in between. Yeah. That's another way to do it. But then neither sort of... <laughs> have some poached eggs and then go yeah, spray so. hollandaise sauce all over yourself. I don't know. This show has had a theme, my friend. <laughs> uh, let's uh, get our next voice message in here. Hey, Dr. Drew. This is Mike. Big fan of yours. I've been listening to you since your love line days. I'm 33 years old, uh, relatively healthy, uh, a couple extra pounds, nothing crazy. And I have a crazy hypochondriac fear. Ooh. I constantly find something that's wrong with me, and I end up going on the Internet to research it because I don't want to bother my doctor. Is there anything I can do to convince myself without Googling things that I'm going to be fine? Oh, yes, sir. Do not Google these things. Yeah. That's what you should do. Don't. Do not go on the Internet because it is not going to help it usually makes things worse uh and that, what is that like WebMD? all that stuff all that stuff uh i have I, I serve that function for some people i just go look if you're worried call me or send me an email and i'll reassure you about it because you're not in a position to make a judgment about it even yeah you, this is a great example of the difference between you know knowledge and wisdom and facts facts are very different they can all sound the same it's why you know, if you if you look at the diagnostic, the DSM five, the Diagnostic Psychiatric Manual, mm -hmm. everything you'll read, you go, I have that, I have that. I, everything you read, you will have it. I <laughs> well, I've got it. that, man. But you have happening. to be able to see it clinically, repeatedly, and understand what it really looks and feels like from when it's manifesting. But when when are you supposed to go in for like a checkup with a doctor every six sure. months? Depends on your your age and what, if yeah. you have any medical problems. Yeah. If you're under forty, mm, even every year is maybe an overkill. Uh, after fifty, every year, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, and at 50 is all kinds of cancer screening stuff you got to get into. I have a hot doctor. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah. Good for I you. Do. <laughs> he DMs me sometimes. It's fun. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's weird also because I'm like, hmm. That is a little weird. <laughs> I, you know, if he's my age, he would not understand. Oh, no. No, not. He's your no. age? No. 29. 29 year old physician? Nurseish, yeah. Yeah. Nurseish? Well, like, like a, yeah, like a up and coming doctor. Am I not going to a doctor? <laughs> What? This whole time, it's just I, w I would say for some my age, they would not understand the connotation yeah, of yeah, slipping yeah. into your DMs. All I'm saying. Here is Abe. I've been listening for a long time. My question is: I'm pretty sure I've had pearly peanut papules. Excuse me, pearly peanut papules. You've never seen those? What is it? I've helped. It help sounds out. like it sounds like a dinosaur. Show Justin, pearly peanut papules. Uh, I noticed when she barely rubs head of my penis, they would come off. Mm, next couple of days, I would have almost constant slight itching. That makes sense. Per is this something? <gasps> Yeah, yeah. No. Yes, yes, yes. There they are. They are essentially uh, sebaceous glands that are just sort of filled up 
and they and in his case they kind of fly fall off which what's the matter justin you all right it looks like it looks like a like a sea witch tentacle it does look a little bit like an octopus yeah you know, some of wow them. When, you, when they're up close and, and but see look at the the drawing over there on the right that wait no 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 stop go down a little bit oh they're good okay those were good yeah, yeah. oh that's, what is that's, that from what do you how do you get those spacious glands they're normal they're completely normal you okay it just look. Ugh, it looks am I, like am I going to turn you straight again? No. <laughs> it just looks like you just dipped your dick in sugar. It's weird. Like a like rock candy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Pearly penile papules. Yes. Sounds uh, like a drag queen. 30-year-old. <laughs> Coming to the stage. Pearly penile papules. It's red and mad. Yep. 30-year-old man, I've experienced a weird issue when I work out for nearly a year now. During certain workouts, like tricep pull-downs, I deltoid raise it, I'll exert myself, I get this straining feeling deep in my taint. <laughs> if I continue to lift, I get a sensation that I could come in four strokes. Wow, very precise. Is this no I worried? Um, a couple <laughs> things. Uh, you can get a pubococcygeous muscle spasm, which is the floor of the pelvis, and it's usually uncomfortable. And feel, you ever had that where you feel this deep pelvic sort of spasm that feels a little bit like you got kicked in the nuts? A little bit? Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of that, that same phenomena, but some men can actually have an orgasm or even push out semen just from constric constricting their lower abdominal musculature. Isn't that weird? That is very strange. Yeah. Like they can just be in the women car can do it and too. just be like, Ugh. Women can do that much more easily. Than well, women, yeah, I feel like yeah. they could do that easily. So are you going to show us any freak out videos or is that a, just a, a fool's errand for us? No, nah, I don't, nah, I don't no. have those on deck right now. All right, do you have any more voice messages? Here it comes. Hi, it's Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Dr. Drew, I've been on uh, medicine for EV um, for about two months now, orally PV? and vaginally. And I was wondering, um, my gynecologist now wants me to try an over-the-counter boric acid tablet. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Even the name sounds scary. Oh, BV. I was wondering, BV. what is your take on um, what this could potentially do to um, any of my organs. Okay, stop, or... go ahead and stop her. So BV, bacterial vaginosis, which uh, in some women can really be hard to clear up. What uh, is it? It's just a bacterial overgrowth, and it can be very unpleasant and uncomfortable. Maybe comes from you know what's colonized in the, the nearby region. <laughs> Uh, but what? I, 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 <laughs> colonized? Well, oh. bacteria colony, you know, you get bacteria yeah. colonizing. And, and uh, I would follow your doctor's directions for sure. It's not going to hurt anything. Just do that. One more voice message and we'll wrap it up. Wow. I like the way hey, Dr. Drew. It's Bo from Kansas. Hey, Bo. When I was about to go balls deep in my girlfriend Megan's sweet sugar walls, uh, I noticed that I had a small lump so, like inside my skin. It wasn't like protruding outside the skin or anything, but I could just feel a lump sitting in there on the shaft. Um, if you could tell me if I'm going to die from dick cancer or something or uh, what's no. going on, I'd appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, Dr. Drew. Love you, Daddy. You, yeah. Love you, Daddy. All oh, right. Glad, well, glad I waited for that one. Yeah. Um, commonly, that can be a clotted vein or a calcium deposit. And it is something a doctor ought to look at because if it's a diffusely clotted vein, sometimes they want to check your clotting system. And if it's a calcium deposit, it can occasionally be associated with other rheumatic conditions where calcinosis, you know, you get soft tissue calcium deposits. So huh. it's just something to get checked out. It's not. It's definitely not dick cancer. You don't need to worry about but that. But I, I appreciate him letting us know that he was balls deep in his girlfriend. Uh, it, it, what did he call him? Sugar lips or something? <laughs> sugar <laughs> walls. Sugar walls. Sugar wall. Uh, yeah, where was it? Kansas. Have we traumatized Justin? No, not at all. Please, I've but, heard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hang out with men comedians. Fair and, enough. Well, and women comedians too they're pretty gross so i was going to say dude but uh, the the topic of dick cancer does give me a chance to bring up the idea of the hpv vaccine everybody mm -hmm. get that damn vaccine if you're male or female if you are sexually active i'm getting it now is that the one where you have to take it three yes yes three that's times. what i'm doing my next one my last one's in october it will, i'm hpv it, free it prevents head and neck cancers yeah and michael douglas talks about mm -hmm. how he has hpv related head and neck cancer prevents anal cancer and dick cancer and cervical cancer it's the only vaccine that prevents cancer yeah and people not getting that vaccine is insane well that's crazy and sometimes I didn't know that. and it's it's been it's been uh fda approved for essentially i believe it's age nine to like 28 they've expanded it out mm -hmm. so you can get it up to an older age because why not mm -hmm. and the only reason they they sort of approved it for a certain age was how they did their research if you are older than that that window and you're sexually active, you're recently divorced or something, 
Go get the vaccine. An enlightened physician would give it to you. It's not bad. I mean, it's a, it's a real. I'll tell you because it's it's three three sessions. Yes. I know the first one I got, and then I had to go back like maybe a month or two later. A month, yeah. And then the last one I get is in October. Six months. Yes. yes. One one month. Six months. One one month. Yeah, and that's yes. exactly it. And yeah. it's not. It doesn't hurt. It's a real fast needle yeah. prick. Which, and it bring it. It might be a little sore the next day, but it's not. It, you're not. No, you know, it's no not offense. just do it. If it just it's take ridiculous. care of yourself. I, I, I want an apology from everybody who took me on when that vaccine first came out. I was like, please, everybody get this vaccine. It's you know, going to cure cancer, or prevent cancer. And uh, people are like, oh, my God, you're just making it easy for people to have sex or, oh, oh, God. or you're going to cause more, you know, vaccine reactions. It's just people making yeah. money off kids like, oh, my God. What do you think? You're a doctor or something? <laughs> it's the craziest thing. <laughs> but speaking of vaccines, if you were born before about 1982 or so, uh, check your measles titers. You might want to repeat the measles vaccines. We were in the middle of a measles outbreak. Uh, I went ahead and got my tetanus, uh, diphtheria, uh, also at the same time, pertussis, DPT, because pertussis outbreaks in this part of the country are out. You might want to think about that, DPT. DPT. And, and measles. DPT. You're probably young enough that the measles were, were good. But uh, those of us, I got my measles redone. There's just nothing to it. Just go what does it. measles do? I just feel like that's such a like when, when 19th you, century disease. As an adult, it can be quite <clears throat> serious. Uh, and, it, you know, if this thing starts to get going, we, we'll all be at risk for it. And it's a, it's a more, what's called a morbilliform rash. You turn it over the spotty red rash, fever, sore throat, and you can get encephalitis. You can get really serious complications from it. And adults get very sick from it. Is it airborne? Yep. And, and by the way, somebody with measles who doesn't even know they have it yet, it's not even full-blown, that if they, let's say they walk through this room and coughed. for two hours, not even coughed, breathe, for two hours, this room will be potentially infectious. Whoa. Two hours. Full-on outbreak. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's terrifying. Well, Justin, it's been fun. <laughs> I laughed. I cried. I, uh, I'm going to go get vaccinated. Right. I feel like I've enhanced your life. You've yeah, enhanced your life. I'm definitely. Gonna, I'm going to check out Snap. I'm going to yeah. check out where we find that again. Oh, find it out on a Snapchat Discover page every Thursday. Excellent. And uh, yeah, you can, uh, where can we find you? follow me on Instagram at Justin Martindale and on Twitter at Just Martindale. And you'll promote there where you're appearing and that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. I always put them in my stories and stuff like that. And for me, everybody, remind you that we've got other podcasts as well. I've got the Dr. Drew podcast. We have the Adam and Drew podcast every day. Uh, also, the uh, This Life hashtag You Live show, which is the Drew podcast is more is a little bit nerdier. Mm -hmm. And the, the uh, This Life is nice sort of interview. Um, it's, it's more of a potpourri. Oh, and some of it's attic stuff. Just so many levels of, of you. Yes. And then uh, I do that at 7, 9 a.m. KBC show, which we also put up as a podcast. All at DrDrew.com. I appreciate you checking that out. And uh, it was really a pleasure yeah. spending time with you, man. So fun. Yes. Fun. And we'll see you all next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the DrDrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.